Hey guys, we're back. It's me, Cher. It's me, Andrew. You're listening to Recaps on the Run. Thank you for joining us. We're back on our favorite trail, running. Pretty good weather. Not too hot, not too cold. We set a goal for ourselves today. We've been a little bit slacking on the running. Yeah, so. I've been sick. It's been my fault. <laughs> no, well, Cher was sick first, was and then it was, <laughs> then I was sick. And we really need to step it up because it's not just about recapping; it's about staying active and fit, and pushing ourselves and getting some stamina. So we're gonna. Yeah, so maybe today we're gonna we're gonna set a goal. Maybe we're gonna <laughs> do five miles today, Cher. Sounds good to you. Yeah, and have a pretty good pace while still trying to recap. So you could understand what we're saying, but yeah, definitely going to try to push ourselves today. Hope you're running with us, keeping active, getting your heart rates up. So we're off. We're already running. You want to do your disclaimer that we're not professionals? Sure. Oh, I guess that was it. That's how, that's how we prove it. For those who haven't <laughs> listened into our podcast before, we're basically running. I'm going to recap our favorite episodes, but we're not professionals. We're not fitness experts. We're... We're just brother and sister. Semi, semi shape. Trying to get into a better shape. We're recording off our phone. <laughs> so we don't have the proper recording equipment. So bear with us. We might take some breaks. We'll probably be out of breath most of the time. So there'll also be background noise. So just quick disclaimers for our run. Yeah. We're just brother and sister <laughs> recording. We'd like to talk about our favorite shows and... We hope you like to run in, listen to us as well. Yes. So, today we're going to talk about Game of Thrones. I yeah. think... Episode 5. Might be my the favorite door. series ever now. Ah, it's on the, the top. The door. Yes. Yeah. Episode 5. The door. And I, I mean, just got to ask you one question, Cher. <laughs> Did you cry? I didn't cry. I no. could. I, I got I was getting there. I got some feelings, but no tears this time. It was, yeah, no, an emotionally draining episode. Definitely appropriate for the midway point for the season six of Game of Thrones. So I thought it was a good episode. Yeah, usually we go in order, but we gotta talk about the door and Hodor. Okay, right? Let's jump there. Okay, let's talk about. That's what everyone's gonna be talking about. Hodor, finally. We get the origin of why Willis only says Hodor. And for the last 30 years of his life, he knew how he was going to die ever since he was a kid. Holding a door open for Bran. No, closed. Or closed. Walking the White Walkers, grabbing Bran. It was, yeah, definitely. That was his destiny. He knew it. And, oh man, yeah. That was, that hit me so hard. <laughs> Not just all the, the elves or <laughs> whatever we call them dying. Not just Summer. By the way, Summer just died, though. The main the werewolf. The, the wolf. Oh, the dire wolf. I know, yeah. gosh, we lost another dire wolf. And also, its name is Summer, so Summer's ended, winter's here. Ah. But not only Hodar dying like that, but. The fact that he was tortured with a pre-traumatic stress disorder for 30 years. I agree. It was sad. I, I think maybe why I couldn't get as into it, maybe as some people, because I was trying to understand 
how to grant Morgan to him, but he was in the past, but he was still asleep in the future, and how did Hodor get so, just the logistics of it, it wasn't making sense to yeah, me. Yeah, a little confusing. So I was like, that can't happen, how is that possible, how is he still passed out? So that's where I was questioning, I probably got a little bit too caught up in what was going on and who was in who and what was happening. But yeah, that was but, sad. Yeah, now we know why he was saying that and... Hold door is basically short for hold the door. What Mira was saying to him as she walked off in the blizzard carrying Bran. And I'm thinking, how far is she going to get? You know, dragging him along. Oh, yeah. She's only <laughs> 20 feet away. You probably get to see her. I know, and you have like... A gajillion. I guess they're called the whites. Whites now they call now. I don't want to mix up our zombie shows. But they seemed even more scary and crazy. Yeah, especially just right when the like white walker music starts. Crawling up and down the ceilings. I didn't even know they could do that. They're fast. They're frightening. Huh. So definitely more of a threat. Now my dad was also pissed at Bran. I mean, to me, it was Bran's like, fault. It's like, come on, why are you diving into things you shouldn't be diving into? He touched you now, his marks on him, so I'm also questioning will he always be able to locate him, basically? He kind of has like a homing device. And, on yeah, him. you know what else about that? The mark, they let, they let the White Walkers go through the tree, the magical tree barrier. And also, if Bran never goes south of the wall, that's protected by magic. Maybe the White Walkers can follow them. Follow them. Uh, and get through the magical barrier there. So yeah, that was... That was the scene where everything was based on. So sad for Hodor. We, we thought it might be magically related. But yeah, I think... You know, that was his destiny. That, that child you actor. Cried, so you cried? That kid was such a good actor. He just the way he transformed the hold the door oh, he slightly, and then he went back some. Oh, during a seizure, that was perfect acting. I didn't think it would get me like that, but it was so well done. I'm sad we're losing people. Like I'm even sad about. What are you calling them? Sprites? Spirits? I guess they're sprites. They're the, so, oh, the, ch the children. The children. The children, as they were called before the first man, even though they were there much longer. So I like that explanation. Even that flashback, how they showed the origin. The origin of White Walker. Interesting. And they just, it was so fast. There's so much stuff that happens episode. I know. Well, I, I didn't, so I didn't get, I didn't know who was tied to the tree. It was an old oak. We see the children or the funky sprites putting something into his chest. It looks like dragon glass. Ah. So maybe dragon glass takes like the heat out of your body or something, and he, he turns ice pretty much. Well, that was pretty interesting because so we know that they created them, and the backstories they created them. Because to protect, them, protect themselves from man. They were at war. Yeah, the men were cutting all the trees down. So they needed something to help them. So every good intention always comes with its consequences. And that's basically where we ended up with that. So I thought it was interesting too because 
Mira took out that walker night, so that means her sword's made out of... Uh, oh, I think she threw one of the spears from the children. It wasn't oh, her sword. Well, I thought it was her sword. But, yeah, the one of the children hit the armor of another white walker, so that's why I didn't work that time. And then Mira hit the neck. Yeah, it was another... It was a really sad ending scene, because like you said, the sprites died. Who's the... Summer died. And the, the main sprite died. The three eyed raven. Three eyed raven died. And it happened so suddenly. I was expecting that to play out the whole season. I know, and I didn't get when he's like, time for you to be me. And I felt like, is he going to his body? Is he just going to be a seer? What does that mean? So. You want to do a quick sprint? Pass this. <laughs> okay. Can we do it, guys? We can do it. Let's go. Thank you. We got closer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil that. Myself. Let's go. Oh, I'll show you pretty fast, actually. Alright. Okay, we're past them. Not by much. Alright. Let's take so, a quick break. Quick break? Yeah. No breaks. No breaks, okay. We're, we're serious through. now. We're pushing through. So that was what happened at the oak. We could jump out. Oh, were you thinking about the three-eyed raven? Yeah. Oh, what, what his job is? Well, you know, he told Bran to, it's time for him to be him. So is he going to be the oh, prophet? Yeah. Another thing we learned is that Bran could influ influence the past. Maybe it's already written. How did we learn that? Because Hodor was, had a spell on her. Had, that's the reason why he says that, Hodor. Because of riding the path. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's what I didn't get. So it's probably history's probably written, but we still have to go through it with Bran, pretty much. And that led more um, credence uh, to your Mad King theory with the whispers. So yeah, and maybe you wondering what we think about the Mad King, the Targaryen King. How everyone called him mad because he was hearing whispers. So and you think he might be insane, but what if the whispers are really brand from the future influencing him? Then we know the Mad King's last words were burn them all. So who knows? Yeah. Dragons and the White Walkers. What are they called again? Whites. Whites. Okay. With a I G H T. Not just like a white. Huh. That's interesting because it's almost like a name. It's almost like a family name. I think it's one of those fairy tale fantasy creatures. But one more, just one last thing. I know I've been on brand for so long, but. <laughs> Stay on him. We knew he missed out on last season. So, since he could influence the past and communicate with people through such great distances. He could be, he could be so much more than just a regular war. He, he could have, he could have turned into like the boar that hit, that killed King Robert. That. He could have, he could be the, the voice in the fire that, yeah, the whole lore of light even. He could have built the wall because the builder of the wall is named, Bran the Builder. Oh my god. He also built Winterfell. There's a whole bunch of Bran Starks throughout the... History? In the yeah. ancestry? 
I think it's interesting. One thing to say, because you said you can keep going down in the past, is that I felt like that last even though we're saying flashback, when he saw that white king, that was probably real time too. Because they found him and they located him. So if his power is not only to jump into the past, but travel time and space into current times, I don't know. Yeah, That can, changes the game also. He's... Well, this shows how powerful the three-eyed raven is or what? Well, now he's a new three-eyed raven. He might see what's up with his sisters, what's up with his brother. Yeah, I was hoping for so much more scenes, though. I hope they continue looking in the past with him. But okay, yeah, I want to hear see what happens with Liana. But is he ever going to wake up? He's like trapped. I don't know when he's... He's still downloading all that memory, probably. All that information. Well, I think it's a cliffhanger if they're even going to get away. Again, how... How long can Hodor hold the door? How long is it for them to escape unless cavalry's coming? Yeah. Someone's there to rescue them. Benjamin? Possibly. Or, yeah, that, that seemed like my only way for them to escape is that, or Rand finds uh, something to walk into to pull them. Well, also interesting is why is the king trying to kill him and the three Irishmen so bad? Is it because since they created them, they could destroy them and they hold the power because again why are they so sought after and why are they such an enemy they must be a threat they must hold the key on how to defeat them you know yeah there's, so much, there's, there's still so much to learn and figure it out do you want to take a break here so we could talk about the next yeah next scenes? Wait, we're, gonna, break. we're gonna keep running actually Catch you guys on the other side. Okay, guys, we're back now. Just catching back up after we reacted to the whole Hodor unveiling. What I'm most sad about is that they were just talking about eating bacon. That's all I gotta say. You get your hopes up, talk about what you want oh, to yeah, eat, though. and then all crap hits the fan. They got there so fast. God. Crazy. But anyways, let's jump back to how the episode started with Sansa coming face to face. With Lord Peter Baelish. I loved her line that she said he delivered her from monsters that kill her family to other monsters that kill her family. What do you think? Did he know? Was he, he definitely knew that. He, he seemed like he was take? He seemed like he was sorry, so that's definitely a lie. You don't think that was authentic? No. I mean, maybe he felt a little guilty, but he knew 100% that was going to happen. Oh, but I have... One note about Sansa, she's, she was sewing a dress this episode. Last episode, she was sick of eating all that food. Yeah? There's, she could feel something inside her body. Oh my gosh. She's that Ramsey did to her. Oh my gosh. Maybe. Oh she's no. She's wearing some loose clothes all of a sudden. Oh, no. No, no, no. That's all Ramsey wanted. Say it ain't so. Yeah, maybe Sansa is pregnant with the Bolton. Not a spoiler, guys. We're just a, we're just speculators. Never spoilers here. But no, it's a great. No, you didn't out. think that at all. I didn't think that at all. I mean, I knew she wasn't eating. Well, that, that it wasn't tongue or something. It wasn't tongue she was eating. <laughs> Sorry, it's like cramp. Um, yeah, I thought he was a little bit sincere. I thought maybe he knew how bad he was, but didn't think he was that bad. Yeah, well, maybe he didn't know he was the most evil person in Westeros. 
I mean, he definitely knew they were going to get married. He was all for that. I'm surprised he didn't tell Brienne to kill him, truthfully. Brienne's the ultimate bodyguard. She could have ordered him dead, but it's interesting she told him to get away, but not without him giving her a little piece of nugget about her uncle being in town with an army that could support her. Maybe that's what you think. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like Littlefinger is, is always has his scheming going on. Well, we know that her cousin is back at Mo Kalen, all ready to fight and come to her aid. Her uncle, you mean? The blackfish? No, the her cousin, Robin. Robin and her whole family. Oh, the veil? Yeah. They're all at her disposal, so. <laughs> but she didn't bring up that information to Jon Snow. She said she wasn't going to use them. So. But they're there, yeah. So, I don't know. That whole, let's jump over to Castle Black. The whole strategy behind yeah. what they're going to do around Winterfell. They're going to start with all the smaller houses. Try to rally them behind Sansa um, Stark. Bringing out the map with the chest piece just reminds me of Rob Stark again and war strategies and trying to plan things and trying to determine what's going to happen. So, I'm nervous. Yeah. I think... There's a big group of people we like going out on that mission and I'm sure not all of them are going to make it back alive. Well, yeah, and then Castle Black, who knows if that's still going to be standing with Ed in charge. That seems like a clueless lot. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, especially with John saying foreshadowing of don't knock it over yeah. little maybe we'll do a little walk now so we can run some more later there's a few walkers out here guys oh yeah I thought that whole strategy it's scary to think that there's only three large families and they're all against him and then they have to go to these smaller houses half a dozen two dozen definitely yeah, said two dozen two dozen two dozen to try to rally the troops so I think Sansa's right, the North remembers, but I don't know. You don't want to fight for a losing team, especially a lizard, especially for someone flying the flayed man banners. It's always scary to go. And he already defeated Stannis, so his legend is continuing to precede him. <clears throat> so we'll see. Who, who, what are you thinking? I think one of that group of John, Brienne, Sansa... But Brienne's not going with them. She's going off to talk to the other army on behalf of Sansa. She's saying, you're going to talk to them. I, know, I thought they changed their mind. And that's why Brienne's with riding with Tormund and Jon Snow now. Mm. It seemed like they were all going together. Well, they were all definitely all leaving. I, I got the sense that they were going to break apart. Mm. And everyone go rally troops from different areas. Okay. My crumbs. Back uh, yeah. up. But yeah, so that's Castle Black. I still feel war is coming to Winterfell. I desperately hope Ramsey gets his comeuppance and dies a miserable, horrible death. I, I don't see that happening for a while. But yeah, I hope so by the end of the series. I hope the series doesn't end, actually. And I hope that Littlefinger redeems himself. I don't know. He's such a double-crosser, but I want to hope that there's a little what? glimpse of goodness in him that has some kind of love for the stars. He's one of the evil masterminds, so I'm not rooting for him at all. He grew up with Caleb. I, I don't know. I hope he redeems himself. I, I think there's still 
possibility. I killed Joffrey, even though he killed Ned. But you know, he delivered people. So, anyways, let's jump over to the other Stark sister, Arya. She's in Bravos with her training. Man, I thought she was. She finished her stick training. She's obviously not that good yet. One of the sprints. All right, let's go. Okay, sprint, guys. Man, we're really picking it up this week, aren't we? We made it to the end of the trail. So we're doing pretty good. Put your mind to it. Alright, but yeah, Fires and Bravos continue her training. That was a pretty good fight, actually. The choreography? Yeah. Thing? It looked real. Not real, but. <laughs> like, well but, done, yes. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of believable. I know that girl's some kind of ninja. She's good. That's who I need to be, so. She's obviously not done with her training. She gets a second chance to kill someone for the many face god. Uh, yeah. Tells her she had a second chance. And that play, by the way. Ooh, a test. I could talk about that play the whole <laughs> the whole <laughs> podcast. Huh? They put so much effort. That. They put so much effort into it. The play within the episode. The yeah. whole production. Yeah. Which Definitely was a test to see if she has feelings for her own family name and everything that she witnessed firsthand. I thought that was an excellent test. Like, is she gonna lose her cool? Is she gonna be on tilt? Well, she played her character from the when it actually happened. She was the girl just watching. Oh, from the audience? Yeah, well, as Ned Stark got his head chopped off. Sorry, guys, just getting up this little hill and trying to check my notes here. Yeah, I thought, you know, it seems like all of the plays in that time are all comedies about tragic things going on. So, that was a good test. I thought she was going to get pissed and lose yeah. her cool and be like, don't talk about my father. Yeah, I made him a joke. You know she's pissed. You know she wants to kill everybody. So, remember when she went back to say, I'll put it in the rum. She's the only one who drinks it. That's a lie. No, I actually went back and went back. Okay. And what did uh, you the dwarf. She shared with him. The dwarf was drinking wine. So. so if they had to pour it from her. It could have been off screen, but they made it seem sound like he he drinks wine and she drinks rum. Mm. So I, I thought that initially what you were saying, but it remains to be for, seen. Thank you for doing the research and going back and watching the tapes. I had to watch it twice this time. I know, but you see, she's starting to ask questions like, why does she have to die? She seems decent. She's already speculating that's a younger actress yeah, who so, doesn't like her for her talent. So maybe it's just somebody paying the, paying the many-faced god to be assassins, pretty much. But I like how he said, just because she's decent, does, the death on, does death only come for evil and deserving people? And it's true. Death comes for anybody, regardless, so... I thought that was telling. What do you think? What's your stance on Arya? She My thing it? is... She's not going to do it? She's going to jack it up again? Well, she's, I think she's going to intend to do it, but... My thing is, I don't know why anyone would follow the many-faced god. Oh, I need a little walk okay. away. <laughs> because... Unless if they have personal feelings against of somebody they want to kill... Why would they want to follow the many-faced god? Well, he's just death, and, you know, 
Jackson name again? Jack and Hagar? Yeah. Shared the stories of how it came to be, how someone, you know, followed it was when it was a slave and master period. So I think it's just about not even so much justice, but it's just destiny and fate. I feel like that's the only religion that is what it is. You don't have to follow any rules. There's nothing you have to abide by. It just is what it is. Even her old sword teacher way back when said, you know, he's just saying, not today, death. You know, that's the only thing that you say. So that's what I see that. That yeah. whole religion is pretty black and white. No rules. I can't imagine someone... Well, because we know Arya is never going to forget her name. She's never not going to be Arya Stark. Yeah. So, it's just hard for me to understand why a character would do that for something they don't know anything about. Well, he said she's the first one who was born a lady. Everyone else has been a slave or uh, had nothing. Oh, that's right. And everyone had, like, nothing to lose, so they didn't care about giving up their name or their family because they were nothing. And she's the only one... Maybe that's a sign. Maybe she's some kind of chosen special one. That she did come from a stark name and a household, well-known household. So, who knows what's to come. I think she's going to try to do it all. So I think it's going to go haywire. Someone else is going to drink the rum. She's going to feel like she failed. Her cover's going to be blown. And it's interesting how she wants to wear one of the faces. So, I don't know. I think she's gonna try. That's gonna get messed up. That's yeah, my call. That's likely to happen. <laughs> oh, we also saw she was. It seemed like she was sympathetic to her sister when they were acting it out. Well, she's grown a little bit. Maybe. She had time to reflect on things. I think maybe it was less <laughs> sympathetic, but maybe more homesickness. Yeah. Because it's been so long. She's lost so much, and maybe it was kind of. A, a bittersweet moment, like, I kind of miss my sister, I wonder what happened to her. Or what became of her when she married Joffrey. I don't even know if she knows what's going on back in King's Landing or in Westeros. She's pretty far removed from everything, everyone. Alright. Hey, orphan. Well, are we going to jump over to Marine or...? Let's talk about Iron, Iron Islands first. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about the claim to the, the ceremony. Yara. Versus Euron. Yara versus Euron. But it's great how Theon had her back. I thought he cleaned him nicely with his haircut. Still pretty meek. Yeah, he's still shaking up. You could tell he's still not confident. He'll never be himself, but he has some kind of timber in his voice. He could raise it above a squeak. So he has her back. But it came down to her and her uncle. And I don't know, it just seemed like his speech was not as good as hers. And everyone rallied behind him for some reason. Well, he's older. He's a guy. He traveled the world. Like He had a good plan. You have to admit he has a good plan. He knows about Daenerys. He's saying she wants to come over. And we have the fleet to bring her over. So, it's a well-thought-out strategy. More yeah, than except for now. Yara has the fleet. Well, the Maybe. best... The best built in the fleet. I was so hoping they were gonna keep him underwater and kill him. Yeah. That's why I was like, just kill this guy. He killed your king. If anything. Every second he wasn't breathing, I was like, oh man, this would be kind of hilarious if he doesn't wake up. But it was pretty. Dead could never die. Yeah, that was. I was gonna say that it was. That's pretty cool way to the anointed king. To down. Yeah. Come back to life. Well, I love how they busted out and took all their ships. That's pretty 
amazing. I don't know where they're gonna. I think they're gonna try to beat Euron to his plan of helping Daenerys out. That's my thing. I don't know. I think Yara would have been a good. She would have been a good ruler if they were gonna stay in the Iron Islands. And she has the respect, and if they weren't gonna do much, but she's not battle tested. She and is. For one thing, when she tried to save Theon, she failed. She no, she didn't fail because it was because of Theon. She wouldn't go with her. Well, I'm just saying, she lost a lot of men. I think she has. she's young, so I don't know. I just feel like... I think you know. she was. She would have been a good leader, and she went, she's been in battles. She knows how to command the, the ships. She was in control of the best ship for Fire Islands. She didn't have a plan. I don't know. We could spin this all the way to presidential election politics, but let's not talk about it. I just think she's young, she's promising, but she has no experience. Her uncle, on the other hand, older, assertive, leader figure, and that's why he swayed so many people to anoint him, even though the majority looks like they took off with the ships. Uh, I disagree. I, I, I'm, I think Yara would have been much better level-headed ruler. What would she have done? Who, do you think she's going to go to Jon Stark, Jon Snow, and sway him over? Do you think she's going to be convincing enough for anyone, for the Starks, the Umbers, the Boltons? Anyways, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you're a voting Democrat, no, I'm just kidding. So anyways, <laughs> <What the? laughs> I think the loud, boisterous, you're on, got the crown, and now he wants to kill his niece and nephew, so... More battles to come. If people could just get their stuff together and unite for a single cause without so much inner family fighting, they could do big things. But for now, everyone's at odds and ends. So, anything else on the Iron Islands? Oh, that crown. Did you see that little... It didn't even look like a crown. It looked like some driftwood. <laughs> Is it bones and driftwood? Let's take a quick break. Alright, we'll be right back. Yeah, we're back. Still on the trail, trying to hit our five mile goal for today. Where are we jumping to? You wanna, you wanna talk a little bit about... Can we do Dora now? Yes, love that's not meant to be. Friend zone. Let's talk about it. What about Mr. Dora? Oh man. Finally, Jorah confesses his love. Which is so obvious to everybody and everything. Yeah, but it's like it's the worst kept secret. So and funny, right? When he tries to get out of the friend zone. It works. <laughs> Just try it, guys. He's not out of the, No, she's not out. Well, we know that she... Has love for him. Yeah, definitely that. And she was tearing up. Well, because she knows he's doomed. She sees his gravestone. He's going to turn into a rock man. She tries to command him to find a cure and Fox come back to her. Which is hope for him. Yeah. It's sad, isn't it? Like, it's kind of weird because we saw her grow up though ever since she was like young in season one. But, you know, confesses his lo love. Says he always wants to serve her. Only he ever wants to serve her. So what do you think? There's, an, there's nothing in the future for them. Is he going to die? Is he going to be a rock man? Maybe it could lead... his conscience to be her new bodyguard? I don't know. It could lead him to the Red Priestess or Davos because Shireen was the, one of the only people that survived oh. Grayscale. Why did I say Grayscale? Yes, Grayscale. How did she survive? How did they get that off of her? Uh, they didn't say exactly 
what but there was a lot of Stanis spent all this money and that. brought people all from around the world to try to heal her and it was stopped just on her face so maybe I miss her oh you gotta remind me of that little girl <laughs> Davos misses her too so maybe it'll lead them together and we also learned that Mormont is a house that Jon Snow is trying to get on his side and that's his family's in the north he might go back there well he's not gonna lie to Jon Snow because he's pledged to Daenerys. Well, to, to be told, John doesn't even want the throne. Maybe he'll pledge to Daenerys, too. Well, not just that. He's, 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 his order is to heal himself, however possible. And travel back. Yeah, so... And sit by her side. Not necessarily by her side, but probably on her council. He's finally redeemed himself. He's not banished. Some hope. How'd you feel about that? I hyped that finally. It's nice that she had some emotion instead of breaking his heart and being like, get out of here. You get what you get. So that was nice and emotional. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's the best Jorah could have hoped for and the best I was expecting for her to yeah, that's feel the, for him. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the best that could be expected. Dario just there in the background messing up the private moment between them. I know. He's such a blocker. For some reason, they... Climb to the top of that mountain again. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Well, then, you know, then she takes off with all of her just rocky and toe. So, yeah, she's definitely building an army. We could just assume she's headed back to Marine, where Tyrion is doing his best to keep things in check. It seems like his his pact from last episode has yeah, been foreigners. They stopped the Sons of the Harpy attacks. At least for the past, I think Fortnite is two weeks, right? Is that 14 days? So no sure. deaths. I don't know. <laughs> it's either a week or two weeks, so no one has but, been killed. Yeah, it's still not enough for Tyrion. He wants them to know Daenerys did it, even though Daenerys actually didn't do it. He's, a, he's good, dude. If I was a ruler, he'd be my first pick on my team. Definitely worthy hand of the king or queen. Way to spread the word, get people on his side, has to be someone who can't be bought. And what does he do? Calls in reinforcements in the form of a new red priestess. What's her name? Did you catch her name? Uh, um, she was I introduced. Forgot. So, yeah, I <laughs> so, Melisandre Part 2, or of the South, or maybe not South, where is it? West? East? It's the South. Okay. Well, the. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> other as, other countries now. Just as confident as Melisandre used to be. Just as mysterious. Just as beautiful with the jewel. <laughs> so maybe yeah, she could be glamour. Maybe she could be an old lady too. Well, she knows things. She called out Varys when yeah. he dared to question her to say, "I met someone like you who was touting about Stannis being the promised one, and look what happened to him. He lost twice. He's dead." So. Uh, Probably the most frightened I've seen Varys. a look on Varys. He was nervous. I was like, why did you let him her touch you? Like, I just felt like curse is on him. Something's gonna happen. That's weird. Huh. <laughs> so... Sorry, I got a little distracted. Yeah. Some strange people. Coming out in, like, space suits. Three space suits on our trail. Following us? <laughs> we gotta keep running. Let's go. So, but, yeah, we don't be. 
she definitely knows things. She knows what's up. She has she has an inner line to the Lord of Light and prophecies. We never learned what that voice said to Varys, right? Or who said it. She was even saying who said it. Yeah, and they said, she said it said a name to him. And he was so freaked out, he, he didn't want her to repeat what the voice said. And I wonder why. Maybe he's keeping that from Tyrion. I, I thought he looked like he got caught. So... Yeah, very mysterious. I'm not sure what to make of it yet. And she, she didn't, she like humble threat, she like threatened him in a way like, if we both serve the queen, you have nothing to worry about. So I don't know. Let's speculate. What do you, let's have a lightning round. What do you think? So all the things he could have heard in the fire. Names that he could have heard when they were throwing his bits in there. He could have heard Bran Stark. I'm telling you, Bran Stark could be the Lord of Light. Maybe he heard another voice say, you're meant to be King Varys, you'll be king. And he's like, slowly inching his way to make that happen. <laughs> it's Maybe. so hard for me to speculate, it could be anything. It's lightning round. Maybe he heard... Maybe he heard Daenerys gonna be queen, I don't know, he's been slowly backing Tyrion. Oh, that is true. Maybe Tyrion. So, I don't know. Maybe we're totally off the mark, so... Well, earlier in the... Maybe in the first season, he sent out birds to kill Daenerys. So his plan was failed. So... Or maybe they... Maybe the fire could have just said, a Targaryen will rule again, or see? Yeah. And you never know. Maybe it will be a Targaryen, so... Or a Baratheon. We haven't heard Baratheon being thrown about in a long while, and I'm still stuck on Melisandre's vision that she saw Baratheon flags... I think we're gonna see some offspring comebacks to be Gendry. Yeah, I guess that's the only Baratheon that we know of. That we know of. So, Brenly didn't have kids. Stannis killed his only daughter. So, anyways, that's, that's what's going on, Marine. We'll see what's going to happen. I feel like, I just feel. What's your word? Because I'll tell you my word right now. I feel from this episode pressure. I feel like the pressure is building and mounting. Things are coming into play. I feel like a pot is just about to boil. My lid's about to pop off. I feel the pressure is rising, like something's oh, about man. to go down. I don't know how I could top that word. <laughs> That's definitely how I feel. But this episode, I'll, I'll call Oh, Hodor. That's your episode. That's your word. Nah. Feeling, crying, tears, the loyalty. Leap. I'll call this episode The Leap. What's because The Leap? Because... It leaped from my second favorite series, <laughs> so I don't know, it could be, it's number tied with number it. one of Breaking Bad. Of all which, time. Because that writing for that character, Hodor, <laughs> that author kept, George R. R. Martin kept that. Was it a secret? Was it a cat? For 20 years. Books? No, it, it just, re- everyone just found out yesterday, all the book readers, since book one, since he had the name, that was his plan when he... When the book came out 20 years ago. And oh for it to gosh. finally be revealed. How genius. Man. Why can't we have a spark of that genius? That storytelling. To have a thing up your sleeve for that long. For decades? Yeah. That's, to finally reveal. Big reveal. It just made me appreciate the storytelling so much more. I mean, I like the action. I like the the shocking scenes of Red Wedding and, and Ned Stark. But the slow reveal. Yeah. The anticipation. I, I think that's such a good point in this world of immediate gratification and instant people get so mad with just the one episode cliffhanger 
And this guy, like you said, yeah, it's, it's been a secret for how long since we met Hodor, so. There's, I also saw something online where the first thing some someone says to Hodor in episode one, Theon says to him, Hodor, bring, help Bran down the hall. And that's what he did his final scene. He helps Bran down the tree hall, tree hall yeah. through all those whites. But yeah, that, that's, that's how I call the episode a leap. It just got so much better in my eyes. Not that, not there's much room to improve, but it's amazing how I, I was shocked for for a good while after that one. I feel like, and I've been seeing stuff, I've been seeing stuff online too. How everyone's going to be traumatized now if you're catching a bus or a train or an elevator, hold yeah. the door, take. I'm going to say that every time I can. <laughs> Such a new meaning to Game of Thrones watchers. Let's go. That's right. Oh. We got a little or, or biker out. learning here. For the bus. <laughs> We're getting out sprinted by someone on a bike. Let's go. Sprint. Third sprint. Go, let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Okay. Jay, I'm so glad there's still five more episodes this season. Wow. Are you glad or are you sad? No, there's I'm, only five. Are you so glass glad. half empty or half full kind of person? Man, they're so good. They're so good. I can't wait for Sunday nights. Yeah. And I can't wait for our recaps <laughs> on Monday mornings to be able to talk about what we watched and our thoughts and speculations to decompress after such great episodes. Yeah, another solid one. More to come. Any thoughts on next episode? What do you think might happen in episode six? As long as they stay away from Dorn. <laughs> I don't think they're gonna show Dorn for a long, long time. Um, no. Oh, did you see the scenes? It looks like a Walk of Atonement's coming up. Oh yeah. They showed Marjorie out in the town square and armies. So we might have a King's Landing episode. Another major event's about to happen. I'm telling you that pressure like that. I'm gonna explode. Oh Just man, building. it is building till episode eight and nine are usually the climax of the seasons. Well, I don't know, I can't believe we're in episode six. Another excellent episode. Can't wait to recap. Any last words? Any last thoughts? Hmm. We speculate a lot. Well, we'll take a break in. We'll be right back. Last yeah. thoughts. Alright guys, we're back with a little speculation. Cool down. Let's cool down a bit. There's a few more steps to hit our goal. What are we, what are we at? Run. Five miles about? Yeah, it's about. For these last final thoughts, I during the break I was just saying the only thing that I'm still questioning is between John and Sansa, if Littlefinger got into her head by saying that John's her half-brother and they're his army. Just makes you think, you know, she's putting... She's keeping secrets from him. She didn't tell him that she met with Baelish. So what's what's going on in her head? Is she feeling like she needs her own army to protect her? She's been through so much crap. And like you said, if she's carrying a child, maybe that's the next... Uh, yeah, you know what? Maybe that would be an enemy of Jon Snow and... He doesn't even care about that. I feel like he doesn't care. Well, Jon Snow... Well, not Jon Snow, but other people in the North would want to get rid of that baby. 
That's true that. So she's uh-huh. even more of a threat. So how many husbands has she had now? Joffrey? Tyrion? Ramsey? Poppy. Oh my Another god. One Robin, pretty much. Robin? Did she get married to him? No, no, but... I think Almost. they were, like, destined. Or, or oh, uh, yeah. She's, like, getting passed around, so... We'll see. She might have something up her sleeve. Now that she has Brienne, now that she's getting some kind of security, she's very set that the North... She's very adamant that they'll come to her aid, and all you need is a Stark name, so... But for now, she has her brother's back. She said he's as much a Stark as I am, so... We'll see what... That's the only thing I question, like, what's going on in Sansa's head right now? Man, what, what would happen if it, she had a... A baby. But it would be a Bolton. Yeah. Bolton Stark. What Ugh. do you do with it? <laughs> or Ugh. who supports that? Nobody's on Stark and Bolton sides. Well, then you have the North who would be for Starks and maybe have the Umbers and Karstocks, which by the way, the Umber didn't pledge his allegiance. That's more out of oh, that's enemy true. of an enemy is my friend, so there's really no alliances at the moment. It's it's all very much a chess game. They need to get their stuff together before even thinking of King's Landing, before even thinking about the wall. Which, speaking of the wall, what the hell? Where's Bran going? What's he doing? Where's he going? He's got to be saved. There's no way Mira could carry him much further. Some yeah. kind of cavalry. Either Benjamin Stark. But there's or no they're gonna, up there. Or they're gonna get to the wall. No, How he's gonna. He's, maybe he's gonna find another direwolf. He's gonna control a giant or something, maybe. That's that's the only way I could see them getting anywhere. If he controls another animal. Unless there's like some kind of weird wormhole where you could pass through one tree and come I up thought, another I thought that's what was gonna happen. Super actually. Mario style. They could have ended up in Winterfell. No, they're not pipes. Well, you never know. Yeah, I thought that was possible. tunnels. I mean, they're not gonna get far in that blizzard. I don't know how much further they could go. I mean, what they gotta do is build a forest field of dragon glass around them and travel in a little mini umbrella dome. Let's do some stretching. So. Oops, I almost stopped our our running. So, yeah, some some interesting things. We'll see what's to come for the next episode. Any last thoughts? No, we said a whole bunch. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure I'm gonna think of something in 10 minutes. (laughs) But... But thanks for listening in, yeah. guys, as we caught our thoughts, our recap on the run for Game of Thrones Season 6, Episode 5, The Door, Forever yeah. to be Known, The Door for Hodor. Hodor. Oh, man. Thanks thanks for joining us, guys. We'll catch you next week. We'll keep recapping. We'll keep recapping. We'll keep running. <laughs> Wait. You keep running. We'll keep recapping. Ah, there you go. <laughs> catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.